Welcome to NCFM Today, a podcast about family medicine in the Old North State. I'm Perry Price, Manager of Workforce Initiatives at the NCAFP and your host for today's episode. One of the greatest parts of what I get to do with the Academy is connecting medical students with preceptors and mentors in an effort to best prepare them for life as a family physician. That process can take years and great support from our members, so we highly value and appreciate our members who are called to this role and hope to open doors for more physicians to do so. Preceptors are physicians who invite medical students and residents into their clinics so that they can learn to practice directly from seeing a real work day. These preceptors give their time, talents, and mentorship for the good of the students. It's a gift you can't underestimate. In today's episode, you'll hear about precepting directly from three preceptors, Dr. Elizabeth Feruzzi, Dr. Landon Allen, and Dr. Sarah Asman Pfeiffer. They are all new physicians who felt led to start precepting early in their careers. Here are the lessons and rewards of precepting for family medicine in these doctors' own words. First, can you tell us your name and your title? I'm Elizabeth Feruzzi, and I am an MD in family medicine. How did you first become involved with the NCAFP? I started getting involved with the NCAFP my first year of medical school um, from Brody. I was involved with the family medicine interest group and there was a annual winter conference. And as students, we were encouraged to go free of charge, which was fantastic. As a student, you love anything that's free. So I was interested in family medicine and wanted to see more about it through the conference and the NCFP presence in North Carolina is extremely strong. So that's how I came to learn more about them. Pretty much just had um, involvement with them ever since. I was able to join the NCFP immersion experience that summer after my first year of med school. The doctor I, I shadowed was Dr. Cherie Hart and she was out of Greenville, North Carolina. And she would have her patients that she knew well. She would be able to relate to them. Half the time, it didn't even feel like she was doing much of anything. She was just sitting there talking to patients. So for me, that is something that I value at baseline is communication. I love people. I love being able to sit and talk to them and learn their life and their history. I found that as I was learning about the different specialties, they each have their own flavor and they each have their own personalities that are drawn to them. And I found that the family medicine personalities and I were a really good match. So the more people that I was able to experience with family medicine, the more I was able to say, okay, yes, this is a specialty that I really love. Tell us more about why you chose to become a preceptor. I have always loved teaching. I wanted to give back and have that learning atmosphere. I loved being able to as a student, go to these clinics and have a preceptor give their time and energy into my education. So that's something I wanted to be able to do. This is the first experience that I've had formally precepting. I'm two years out of residency. So you kind of are getting your feet under you a little bit as um, a full-fledged non-resident doc. So it took me a little bit of time to feel comfortable, but then now two years out, I'm, I'm feeling excited to be able to precept whenever I can. What have you learned from the medical students you've mentored? The student I had, her name was Zoe Green. She's from my medical school, which was an excellent match from Perry. Thank you. (laughs) Um, She came to me 
And um, one of the really fun things that we kind of geeked out about was there is a Academy of Lifestyle Medicine. And so with family medicine, you are dealing with a lot of chronic illnesses. And so a lot of times it does just feel like you're kind of giving patients medications and you're not really getting a chance to talk to them about other things such as nutrition and diet and exercise, all the things we know would actually be a benefit to managing the chronic illnesses. So this, this Academy of Lifestyle Medicine, Zoe Green, the student was telling me they're offering kind of temporarily for a couple of months, a free course. Again, we kind of geeked out about it because we're, we're kind of both interested in, in the lifestyle aspect of things personally, as well as for our patients. And um, I thought that was fantastic. So students are always coming with the new latest and greatest ideas. What do you hope your medical students learn from you? Something that thankfully Brody as a medical school taught me that I I wish to carry on and then teach her would be um, the art of taking a history. And that's really just spending time talking to your patients Um, in, in the busy medical world. A lot of times we are pushed for time. And so it could easily become where you are not opening your ears and listening to your patient. You might have a couple of instances where you miss something that might be vital to the diagnosis or the care of the patient. So I kind of put that home for her as something that I wanted her to take away from our time together is there is definitely an art to taking the history, especially in family medicine. We say that you're the quarterback of their care. So you really do have to have knowledge of every piece of their medical history. You can't just focus on just the heart. You can't just focus on just the you know, joints. You have to be able to bring it all together. And that history is a really important piece of it. And I, I felt like she was able to see a couple of different, ex, you know, experiences of that and be able to hopefully take away and the tips and tricks of how to get a good history. How has precepting influenced your own practice? The students are always bringing the latest and greatest evidence. So for me, it's always really refreshing to hear what new modalities are out there. There might be some new imaging modalities that are coming. I think point of care ultrasound is, is kind of on the forefront of things and students are always the ones that get um, the first knowledge of that. They bring fresh eyes and just this energy and excitement into the field for me to have students come in and me be able to teach them. I get really excited because it really re-energizes me and being able to remember what it was like being a first year med student and how, you know, promising the whole career was. What would you say to other physicians who are interested in precepting? I think there's a million reasons why precepting might feel overwhelming or you might feel like you're not qualified, but I truly just say you should go for it. I know there is a huge need for preceptors in North Carolina. A lot of the medical schools need those experiences for students, and I am a huge advocate for family medicine. So the more we can precept, the more we can try to bring students on and to show them the value of primary care, because I believe that is the the foundation of medicine because we're trying to do preventative care and we're trying to be proactive and keep people healthy and prevent them from going down those chronic disease routes. I really just want everyone to hear that you can do it. You don't have to be any special type of person. All students are willing and, you know, need that kind of precepting. 
it's definitely worthwhile. And I feel like students are always teaching me something. So it's always worth it. Can you tell us your name and your title? My name is Landon Allen, and I'm a family physician in West Jefferson, North Carolina. How did you first become involved with the NCAFP? When I was in medical school at East Carolina, I I started in 2011, and we had a pretty robust family medicine interest group um, that I was involved in. I kind of joined all the primary care interest groups because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And... um, as part of the family medicine interest group, um, you know, they told us about the conference and, uh, and um, Asheville and I went to that and then I came back and then I came back and I just kept going and then I got some leadership roles and um, I have just been participating since then. And I think part of the reason that I became a family physician was because of those exposures and, and, the, um, um, and the things that we got to do as part of uh, members of the FMEG and NCFP. I did do their summer program and um, their, they had a four week uh, externship. I did them both the, the summer rural program and then the externship um, that summer between first and second year. I spent some time with a rural physician in Greene County, North Carolina, and uh, did some shadowing there. Um, and those really so helped me solidify my choices on uh, where I was headed. Tell us more about why you chose to become a preceptor. You know, I, I had good preceptors and I had bad preceptors. And, and I know, you know, <laughs> being not so far out of residency, I still kind of have that memory. Um, and I know what, what it feels like to have a good preceptor. And I want to make sure that people who are going through medical school um, get good experiences with their precepting. You know, my, my day is already not monotonous, but even uh, even it can sometimes feel repetitive. And so students, you know, who come to me, uh, keep me on my toes and they keep me interested in, uh, you know, pursuing my own education and, and looking things up again that I have forgotten. And it helps um, it helps to just break the cycles that we uh, kind of all get into as, as part of our careers. What have you learned from the medical students you've mentored? It's small things, you know, you don't think about like, why, why do I start with this particular blood pressure medicine or why, why would I do, you know, that lab test next? And, and they'll, and they'll prompt you with questions and you're like, well, I, you know, I haven't thought about it in, in a couple months, maybe a year or two. Why am I doing it that way? And then you look it up and, and you remember. What do you hope your medical students learn from you? You know, I have students at all levels. I have uh, students who come to me as part of the summer um, rural program with the NCFP. Um, and those students are very excited. They think they want to go into family medicine. And it's sort of that wide eye uh, enthusiasm that you have when you when you when you sort of first make those choices. Um, and that's exciting. Um, when I have my third year students, um, I, I, I find, you know, it's really much more about you know, the actual uh, nuts and bolts of what is family medicine? What are we managing? What are we referring? How do you do it? The, the reason that I precept is that I want them to see the breadth of what I do and that you can still do all of it in the right context. You can still deliver babies and see people in the hospital. And I think, and like what I hope um, I accomplish is getting them a little bit of that breadth. Um, and, and that way they walk away knowing that, hey, family medicine isn't just outpatient geriatrics. 
um, it can still be pediatrics and OB and hospital medicine. And um, I, I think for the most part, they do that. And when I have my residents come in and they precept with me, it's much more about like big picture things. What do I want my life to look like? What, what kind of balance do I want? How, how does the system work? So I, I think they walk away with that experience too. Um, and a little bit more of a reflection on, you know, what do they want for their careers? How has precepting influenced your own practice? And they become part of the team that's helping care for people. And that has really worked. That's different than what I used to do. Um, I, I, I'm very attentive to like the flow of my day and the procedures I have and how I'm planning things when I know I have a student coming. It just I try to keep things more interested for them. What would you say to other physicians who are interested in precepting? I think we all have our own skills to share and our own areas of expertise to you know convey to other students and you don't have to sign up to have somebody every month or every other month or all the time i mean you don't have to go work in a medical school or in a residency program to precept you can do it as much or as little as you want i think it helps keep you on the to- on your toes it helps get you a little bit out of the rut and what i would say is you just start you just take that first student on you just sort of see how it goes um and uh i'm sure that the academy can help put people on the in contact with the right um entities to get students come into your practice um there's a there's a, a large need for students to to have preceptors and uh i don't think you'll have any trouble getting folks if you wanted to try it uh, and that's what i would recommend you just try it and see how it goes can you tell us your name and your title Hi, i'm sarah asman pfeiffer i'm a family medicine physician with blue ridge health in hendersonville north carolina i'm also faculty at the hendersonville rural family medicine program for mayhek how did you first become involved with the ncafp uh, when i was a medical student i started attending the ncafp winter meeting which was mind-blowingly fun and in a beautiful location where obviously I ended up staying. Um, We're not originally from North Carolina, and I think I kind of lucked out when we moved down here because I didn't realize how strong family medicine was in North Carolina relative to some of the other states I had lived in. And I'd rotated with some really great family medicine preceptors when I was a pre-med, and I don't think I appreciated how exceptional they were until I started to see a little bit more of some of the limitations of primary care in other regions. I had a lot of really, really great family medicine preceptors. So, so Gail Thomas is absolutely incredible. She's one of the faculty at UNC. She does a lot with migrant health work, which I now also do a fair, fair amount with Blue Ridge Health. And she's a family medicine physician there. And she happened to teach my sort of clinical skills course in the preclinical years. And then I also spent some extra time going with her to some of the migrant health work she was doing around Chapel Hill. Um, Amy Russell at Mayhek was also an incredible you know, person to see in action. She did a lot of clinical and administrative leadership work at Mayhack. So those were two of the people who made pretty big influences for me. Tell us more about why you chose to become a preceptor. I just love teaching. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the most fun job in the world, right? So it's really, really fun to explain it to other people. And the nice thing about working with students is they're actually interested in looking up the little facts and every little thing, whereas the people just working next to you in clinic are not necessarily in a space to be hearing about it at that moment. <laughs> what have you learned from the medical students you've mentored? 
I feel like that's also the other bright side of precepting is you're always picking up on new things. You'll go and do a thing that you've done a thousand times and the student will stop you and be like, wait, doesn't the latest evidence on this medication say that we should do this? And you look it up and they are correct. Um, So they keep you young. And on top of things, I'm precepting a longitudinal student for the Asheville campus right now. And um, she was studying for her psych shelf. So we were talking about lithium management a little bit because I've got a few patients on lithium. And she updated some of my practices on it or some of the ways I've been thinking about side effects on it, which was great. What do you hope your medical students learn from you? I hope they learn to enjoy their job. I mean, like any of us can learn, you know, clinical skills anywhere. You can learn facts anywhere, but I hope that they learn how much fun they could potentially have. I mean, every single day you get an opportunity to have a really meaningful interaction with a patient in between some of the humdrum of getting paperwork done. And so how you hold on to those things and and go home and feel fulfilled is important. You know, I talk a lot with our students about burnout and the concept of burnout and how sometimes our instincts when we go to like manage burnout are to pull ourselves away from some of the most meaningful and challenging aspects of our work when in reality we often need to find out what the most meaningful aspects of our work are and sort of dig ourselves into those at the same time as we sort of limit our our exposure to the less meaningful aspects and in medicine it's very easy to find cynicism cool um, to, to become cynical about your patients and cynical about your coworkers and the system and get so dredged down in that, that it can be hard to see the positives in your day to day. And so teaching people to find those is important to me. How has precepting influenced your own practice? It makes me read more regularly to try and stay on top of the things I need to be teaching and, and be a little bit more conscientious too about looking ahead at the patients I'm about to see and things I could be reading up on in advance, knowing that the, you know, the student is going to find value in this particular patient. The patients really, really enjoy. We often do teaching with the med student together. You know, we were seeing a patient the other day who had like a really complicated medical history and, um, the, you know, and they really like kind of enjoyed showing the medical student some of what was going on. Patients often find it really interesting to see the thought process that their doctor is engaging in. You know, and so and so working it out with the med student and then feeling like they're getting to teach the med student too. I think people get a lot of enjoyment out of it. What would you say to other physicians who are interested in precepting? That they should do it because it will make their job even more fun. Uh, and that it's an opportunity to pass on some of the, the mistakes that they've made or help prevent some of the mistakes they've made when that they wish they wouldn't have made when they were a student too. You know, if this is their opportunity to share that with the next generation. Thanks again for tuning in to this month's edition of NCFM Today. I'm today's host, Perry Price, and I'd like to thank the family physicians who joined us, Dr. Elizabeth Feruzzi, Dr. Landon Allen, and Dr. Sarah Asman Pfeiffer. You can find NCFM Today on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite shows. If you like hearing from our members, make sure to like and subscribe. You can also find NCFM Today at www.ncafp.com, along with the membership, education, advocacy, and workforce resources that serve family medicine in the Old North State. Until next month, this is the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. Thank you.